I, I have lots of opinions on uh, New Year's resolutions, and we're going to talk about some. No. Of All right. It, yeah. Okay. Nick, do you need time to think of a resolution before we start? No, I commented fine. All right. So. All right. All right. <clears throat> so we will go ahead and get started. Oh, man, kind of perfect as is. I forgot. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hit this guy. <laughs> I say, sent from the man trying to Pavlov himself. <laughs> yeah, hey, you know what? You got to do what you got to do. Uh, uh, works, I'm just, I'm just saying, if you were, if you were perfect, you didn't need to, pa- you wouldn't need to Pavlov yourself. Disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Dogs are perfect. Can we Pavlov them? <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I'm too sober for this conversation. <laughs> I feel like we should have like a like an outtakes, like a we should just like record, like have a lot of our like beef footage just like somewhere and just like release that in like 20 no 15 minute chunks. So just like no context yeah. whatsoever, just like us randomly shooting the shit in the booth. Francine's holding it for blackmail in case we ever try to do anything. I'm pretty sure she yeah. actually said that that was a real thing. In case, like, you know, any of us get too big for our britches and we need uh, to get... Are we right starting soon? Yeah, we are. I'm, I'm trying to get started. Now, uh... <clears throat> sexy voice, sexy voice, sexy voice. Okay. We'll go ahead and get started in three, two, one. Welcome back to Recap, the podcast where we cover some of the latest news featured on our social media pages and We try to find the news that matters most to our voters, and we encourage our legislators to not only listen, but to also act on what they hear. I'm your host, Joshua Hyde, and with me today in the studio are the venerable Professor X, Alex Trohannon, and the greatest writer of all time, Anthony Arnold, along with our favorite he, him on the Zoom. <laughs> he, are you gonna give him a name? Uh, he has a name. Uh, for whatever reason, I, I I completely blanked it. It's all right. Just no. I'm just the he him. The, the, yes, yes, the the he, our, him. Our, our favorite he him. Like he man. He you referred to me. My pronouns are the he him and the he him. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2023, Nick, everybody. Nick. Nick. <laughs> Nick. Hello, sir. <laughs> For whatever reason, I completely blanked your name. You you have a title. You're the homie, Nick what? the homie. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Nick the homie. Yeah. What's up, Nick? It's been a while. It's been a while. It has. Welcome, it has. Welcome I have slept to 2023, a lot. Everybody, I have slept this a is, lot. This is the new bar. That's right. <laughs> we got to start it low so that way we can go somewhere. And you said being drunk yeah. would be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you would have forgot your name too. All, all all bets are off when 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 I get freaked out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> how are you guys doing today? Okay, clearly better than you. <laughs> clearly, by leagues. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and dive into it. Uh, a new year, a new you. These words are often repeated each and every year by people who are looking to make changes in their lives. While it's not a bad idea on paper, the way in which go about the way in which people go about making these changes often leads to these resolutions getting dropped shortly after the year starts. Why is that and what can we do about it? Let's talk about it. But first, Anthony. Yeah. Let's talk about the poll. 
poll. All right. So our poll this year, fitting our New Year's poll, which is what is your personal New Year's resolution and what should the New Year's resolution be for the United States? So which one of you fellas wants to start? I'll go ahead and start. All right. Um, Part of what I have to say about this is uh, wrapped up in the discussion, so I'll, I'll keep my answer short and sweet here. I think New Year's resolutions are dumb. Hot. Hot. Okay. All right. I agree. You agree? You're, 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 both, agree. you're both wrong, but that's fine. Yeah, I, I no. agree. I'm, I'm with it's Alex. Right. I'm with Alex here. Um, but no, so you I... don't have any resolutions. Then. No, I do. Well, oh, I think they're dumb. Well, you, you think they're dumb, but you have one anyway. The yeah. whole question was, "What is your resolution?" You, you have to tell us. Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> my my New Year's resolution is to find a sustainable way to lose weight. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not in my mind. That's more of like a I need to take care of myself because my health is deteriorating, rather than like a New Year's resolution. Yeah, but. Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A distinction right. without a difference. Well, no, the difference is I'm not doing it because of New Year's. I was going to do it regardless. But no one does it because of New Year's. You do, it's like you do it because like there's something about you that you want to improve or something you want to do better at. Like, and just like, uh, like in the same way that like a new semester, like a, like a new school year, like would be an opportunity for you to do that. New, a new year is just an opportunity to do that. It's, it's a pretense. That's dumb. That's, that's kind of the reason that I think it's dumb and the reason that I don't like it. I like people improving themselves. That's great. I'm a big believer in 1% every day. Um, however, the idea that you start up a new year with this with this brand new person who's going to take over the year, that's not going to happen. That's not okay. how humans work. The, our do- we get a dopamine spike when we say we're going to do this thing tomorrow, and when tomorrow comes, there is no dopamine spike, so we do not do it. And that happens constantly. It's the reason people will be like, I'm going to go to the gym and starting in January. They go for a month, maybe two, and they're done. It's because we are excited to do the thing, but it's not sustainable. If we don't have a way of like actually okay. sustaining that's it. That's why you just go off a small goal. Right. Like- Smaller goals that yeah. you can achieve, but that's why I don't like. That's why I don't like resolution because resolution is one big year long goal. That's the so idea. Then I, so then I take it you don't have. I any, think that's right? stupid. So then yeah, I don't have any. Okay. I'm perfect. So it doesn't. Well, <laughs> we're just gonna set that aside. I, I love that Setting confidence. Setting that aside. All right, essay. We'll, <laughs> we'll get into. We'll Next get perfection. into that when we get to the when we get to the discussion. That's clearly part. a joke. I'm kidding. Do you have any goals, Alex? No uh, yes. Are so you, I want to. Uh, <laughs> say. So um, more on this uh, more on this later. But my theme for the year is organization. So um, I have uh, I have purchased uh, a planner. And let's say, and I'm saying I'm going through and putting in like marking on days what times things are happening. I have like the monthly view, I have the daily view, and I have it in my new uh, briefcase that I got for the new job. So you know, that that's that t- is a say, level of organization that's intimidating to me. So I say, so I, I say, I have said, I say, I have said, I you know, say again, we'll go on this later, but like my theme is organization and just want to be more, I say more organized, not as say, and ideally the idea would be to be more timely and, uh, say, and, um, take, like, take what I do for like my classes where 
I historically like finish a homework. Like the homework is due in two weeks. I have it done that week. Um, uh, so definitely like, not me. Uh, as I like, so I'd like to like be able to apply that to uh, like other aspects of my life. Um, unfortunately, I also have a two year old at home, and uh, that causes its own uh, yeah. inevitable delay. So I yeah. doubt I will be any more timely. However, <laughs> uh, I am attempting to be more organized. All right, yep. Aurelia, the war leader at home. Yep, that's true. I mean, my New Year's goal, I guess, is uh, I guess I would say I also have sort of a theme. Um, I'm really bad. Typically, I'm I'm really bad about sort of setting aside time for like hobbies. Same. Um, yeah, like I, you know, do stuff for point cast and I work, and then I basically don't set aside me time. But anyone who knows, like you guys know, like I like I love movies. I'm a big movie guy, and so one thing I charted, I started doing sort of at the end of last year and continue this year is like setting aside more time as silly as it sounds to like go see movies on my own, which I just started doing, which I know it freaks a lot of people out. Like you just go to movie theater by yourself. Like, I, yeah. I never thought that was weird. See, so a lot of like, people do think it's weird. They think it's weird to like go to a theater by yourself. I, I well, definitely because I, don't go to a movie theater by myself. Well, because I think people think like going to the movies is like a, it's a time for social interaction. Right. Like you're going there <laughs> with people. Right. But if you're just going there to see the movie, you can do it however the fuck you want. Right. Right. So like, right. And so my big thing is to set aside more time for things I personally love, like seeing movies. Because, um, you know, just so I got like the Regal Unlimited thing. And my goal is to like, as silly as it sounds, like hit the little diamond status, which means I will have made 20 trips to the theaters this year. Okay. So, yeah, that's my goal. How many new playthroughs of Mass Effect do you do this year? <laughs> that depends on if I end up buying Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> if I buy Diablo 4, uh, zero. <laughs> I will be staring bleary-eyed at my characters until 3 in the morning for months on end. That's fine. I respect it. I respect it. All right, and so then do we have any goals for the United States? Uh, what should the New Year's resolution be for the U.S.? You should take a page from uh, new Brazilian President Lula and uh, declare war on poverty and poverty in the United I States. Mean, that would be a good resolution. Actually. Yes. And if I, you can't end it, you know, make progress. Make it make it go the other way. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I think the other way. I mean, related though, I think we should really. I think the U.S. should should take a really long, hard look and 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 try to go down the road of doing something about homelessness. Like it, it's bad for everybody involved. Like, yeah, which is like a really basic thing to say, and yet, basically, every major city. Has a has a home like a homeless problem. population, like, right? Like, yeah. I mean, we just we just lived through this crazy cold spell. And you're like, guys, like every winter, people die on the streets of U.S. cities because they're homeless. Yeah. And at some point, like we we have to really take a look at what do we want to do, how do we want to tackle this. It's bad for obviously people on the streets. The people like having homeless encampments on your sidewalks is is not good. Like, if you go to downtown Indy, you're like, that's not good for, like, people walking around downtown. It's not good for people. You're trying to attract people to downtown. It's not good for people living there. It's not good for their mental health. It's not good for a variety of reasons. There's got to be something we can do to start going down the road. So to go along with yours, Alex, I think there's a that's another issue related, like, poverty that we <clears throat> I would like to see the U.S. get serious about tackling. My 
Mm, my answer is something very similar, except it's a bit more broad. Yeah. Uh, I think that we have let several domestic issues fester in America because we are too busy attempting to deal with things either abroad or on like too many more things that are like shiny. Why, why are we caring about abortion rates when people can't feed themselves? Like I, that's never made sense to me. Like in my mind, I would want like my, if I could sculpt like a perfect politician, I would want someone it doesn't really matter to me what they look like. Uh, I would want someone who cared more about like increasing the general welfare welfare of like all American people. Like right. why? Why is there homelessness? Why are there needy? Like we are one of the like richest and most powerful nations in the world. And like. In human existence. I have, like, been a part of, like, teams and shit, like, throughout my whole life. And so I think a lot of this is coming from, if I if I really, like, kind of, kind of take a sec back and, and I examine where this thought is coming from, I think it's because I, I wholeheartedly believe in the adage, you are strong as your weakest link. Yeah. And we have a lot of weak links in America that have just been not taken care of in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And we, it's not like we don't have the power to do it. We definitely do. We just don't have anything to get those resources to them or to help them get to those resources themselves. And so, like, why? Why yeah. has that just been allowed to sit here for as long as it has? Yeah. That seems dumb. All right. And Nick, the homie, resolutions for the U.S.? Uh, well, I got – well, I guess this one's more specific to the U.S. I had two, but I'll just go with the one. Um, what's that box called that, that is the range of what's acceptable politically? What's that box oh, called? The, the Overton window. window? Yeah. yeah, the window needs to shift. A little left. That's uh, maybe a lot left. That's all. I'm, that's that's where I'm at. Yeah. Need to stop. So the the window, from what I've heard lately, is um, halfway over the alt right edge, <laughs> and I don't I don't like that. Halfway to halfway to flourish, but it's off the edge, and I I think we should move it just a little bit. Let's pull it back onto the edge. You know, you're off the edge. Let's get off the. Let's let's just go a little bit. We're gonna teeter. We're gonna fall. It's not great. So let's 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 just say the, a little modest, the modest goal of not teetering on the edge of catastrophe. Yeah, just, yeah, that, that yeah. would that would be yeah. preferred. You know, it's, societal it's, collapse it's, is bad. We don't ask for much. How, how I know how I know the window is too far left is because if I said I support trans rights in this podcast right now, I would get hate mail. But if I said ah. Trump should be elected again. I probably wouldn't get any hate mail. Just some discerning looks from you guys. No, like you, that'd you be would, it. You would get hate mail from me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Mail. Good. <laughs> left, people on the left need to send more hate mail. <laughs> no, no, we gotta do. no. 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 <laughs> yeah, we no. do. No, we, we got to make it not acceptable. <laughs> and. On that note, <laughs> we're going to leave the poll behind. <laughs> uh, every Friday, polls drop on social media. Comment. Let us know what you guys think. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Back to back to you, President President Hyde. Hashtag not legal advice. Hashtag not Hashtag legal advice. Not <laughs> legal advice. Well, uh, thank you for passing me back the ball. I'm going to go ahead and lay it up to Professor X so we can talk about some trends. Oh, by trends. <laughs> You mean crypto? That works. Because yes. uh, crypto has experienced um, 
quite the recession recently, uh, predominantly driven by uh, the uh, close of uh, FTX. Oh, yes. And, uh, okay, so, all right, a um, bit of a background information. Yeah, let's, let's work this down for the people who aren't aware. Okay, so FTX is a, um, so it was a company founded by uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, a name you will you will hear multiple times over this report. Um, and it was a, uh, it was a crypto exchange, a cryptocurrency exchange. So uh, it was a place where you could go and you could uh, to say you could uh, buy tokens from other people with, you know, you would put you would put in cash and you would receive tokens or you could take or you could trade your tokens for other tokens. So like, it was just like, it was just a currency exchange. And that was the website. Um, and additionally, they had um, uh, they had recently launched their I guess not so recently uh, 2019, a couple, you know, so a couple years ago, they had announced FTT or the FTX token. So they had their own cryptocurrency. Um, so I mean, for all intents and like, you could largely think of this like a bank. You know, typically in a bank, you're like, you go, like you go and you say, hey, like that you store my money and then I, I occasionally ask you to give me my money. And like, and then like, and uh, sometimes you can even like do exchanges at banks. Um, they like this used to be more common, but like m modern banks, like you just like you're exchanging like credit for for cash. That's basically the way that it works. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, but in order for this to function, they have to maintain your assets. So, uh, so uh, you know, in principle, they have you have to be able to at any point be like, okay, I have given you. Uh, and say so you have five tokens of mine. I want my five tokens, or I want to sell you my five tokens, and I want my cash back. Yep. Well, um, so in November, um, uh, their uh, their big competitor, uh, say they leak. There was a leak of a spreadsheet from FTX, and it showed that they were several million dollars short of their uh, like of meeting their requirements. Oh. Yeah. Um now they also showed that a lot of their assets were held in FTT. Like were held like in their own like in their own like their own accounts for their own currency. Yep. So uh this uh, um uh, announced Binance their competitor uh, there an, another big um, crypto exchange said that they will just sell sell off all of their all of their um, holdings in FTT. Just they sell off all of their tokens. So this would cause the price to of the tokens to drop precipitously. And with the drop of the token, then FTX value would then also drop because they held a lot of that value. Right. So. They then like they offered to buy it back at like a like a don't go onto the market. We'll buy it privately at like a better rate. And they were like, "Nah, yep. I kind of want you guys to just rot." Yep. <laughs> um. So they decide like they they sell like they sell it off. Um. This then causes uh basically a run on on FTX as all the like as all of the people begin to pull their assets out. And um, this ultimately required in say it resulted in FTX uh, being is a uh, declaring bankruptcy. Yep. 
Now, we can't talk about FTX without also talking about Alameda. So Alameda was a different was a was a different company that ran as a that um they say they did investments they did like they did crypto investments um and Alameda was also happened to be founded uh say so Sam Bankman Fried was a co-founder and it was founded by um Caroline Ellison and uh, tr uh Sam Trabico. Ellison and Freed were part of a, uh, they were romantically involved. Um, they, uh, commonly called, they, they called it a polycule. Yep. So they weren't, like, they weren't involved only with each other. They were involved with many other partners who were all mutually involved with each other. Mm. Again, they just, like, they refer to it as a polycule. And so you ha immediately have these ties between Alameda, this, this, this you say, this investment company, and the currency exchange, FTX. Uh, upon declaring bankruptcy... Uh, they were then cited by uh, multiple um, uh, legislators who, who who really wanted to know about these these ties between these two apparently separate comp like at least on paper separate companies and uh, we have found out that um, there were multiple accounts that Alameda had where they didn't where they were not uh, tied to the same rules. That everybody else in the exchange was tied to. Oh, so um, you guys recall, like back in uh, say back in the GameStop stock uh, thing, there was a uh, say uh, Robinhood stopped there, uh, like just stop. You could sell, but you couldn't buy anymore. And they cited that like they just didn't have enough capital on hand to cover it for their for their clearinghouse. So. FTX again because it's a it's similar to like a stock it's it's a it's a, it's a securities exchange it, so they also have a clearinghouse and they also have to have so much capital on hand in order to like cover like for like for volatile shifts in the market Alameda was immune to that Alameda could make whatever calls it wanted it could run up whatever whatever amounts that it wanted and Alameda actually had multiple accounts like this oh yeah. Some I'll say only one of them labeled Alameda. Some of them labeled as other, like as other companies, companies that didn't exist because they were Alameda accounts. Yeah. Um. So uh, I say all of I say all of this very all of this very very illegal, and uh, uh, say, so Sam Bankman Freed, uh, again the co-founder of Alameda and CEO of. Uh, FTX um, is going to jail. Yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, yeah. The say the situation here was so bad. Just to, like give you, you say the um, lawyer who helped settle the Enron case has said that he hasn't seen anything like this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just purely mismanagement and incompetence from the bottom to the top. Yep, just a real clusterfuck. I, I I will also say as an additional, just a chef's kiss to this whole situation. So Sam Bankman freed one of the crimes he's being charged with is multiple counts of wire fraud, and they had a Slack channel called Wire Fraud. 
in their company, like their company Slack, they had a private Slack channel called Wire Fraud, Just where they talked about the various <laughs> things that they were doing. This is the this is the crime channel. This is the crime channel where we discuss the crimes that we are committing. That wow! I couldn't have thought of any other name. Yeah, than wire fraud. Like that's so perfect. I mean, they're they're so brazen with it. The entire thing is so nuts. It's like, and look, SBF was also a big part of the like effective altruism community, and it's been really so crazy how these people who said they were going to do these things in a different way have ended up just being another variation of the exact same like nonsense sleeping together shitting where you sleep sort of like 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 the polycule thing there were like 10 of them and a lot of them lived in a penthouse together in the bahamas and it's like what what are you doing what is this arrangement <laughs> that I like can't even eight of us who have all been in relationships should live together in a penthouse where we all sleep around and also do business together with our separate companies that are supposed to not be doing any of this. What is this fucking arrangement? <laughs> Other than just an excuse for SBF and his friends to get rich and sleep around. Probably that. That's what it is. That, that was probably the original impetus. It's like you're, this is just Wall Street. Congratulations. Uh, narratively. <laughs> They call it a. Uh, I forgot what it was called. Damn it! Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I mean, it's just the same degeneracy and corruption that we've seen in Wall Street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, I, I don't want to like point fingers and be like, "I told you so," <laughs> or anything else along those lines. But I was very confident that we were not prepared to deal with crypto and the way that people were going to attempt to take off with it. Yeah. I very much foresaw this kind of thing happening. Yeah. Because there was no regulation. No. I like mean, none. When we talked about At crypto all. bros, we were like, no, yep. This is what we were talking about. Yep. It's it's coming. It's it's gonna happen. People who looked at the Wolf of Wall Street were like, "But we should do that with crypto." But but we should just we should just make this happen because this was such a good idea in this movie that's making it seem like it's not a good idea. I felt like you didn't watch the movie close enough. Definitely not. <laughs> but guys, 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 you don't understand. It'll be different this time. Yeah, because we're doing it and we're gonna be rich. Yeah, and well, and that is a frustrating thing, though, Alex. Is like there's anytime there's these potentially. What could be like really impactful changes, what could be really impactful leaps in technology, they always get monopolized by like the worst people yeah. in the world who yeah. then ruin it. Yeah. But like, it's like this, the, this, it's like, this is another thing. Let's say, you know, the AI and art. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> it's like there's a lot of good tech underneath crypto that good things could be done with, but now it's been tainted by like, the dumbass crypto bros who yep. ruined it. <laughs> pump and dump, pump and dump, pump but and like, dump. But like, that's not new. Like literally no. every good thing that has come to people has been fucked with <laughs> in some scenario. Like this, this isn't even like me wearing a tinfoil hat. Like yeah. look at what happened to like old school religion. Like yeah. that. Yeah. 
like I, on paper, all of that makes a, a kind of sense. Like as a unifying force, that's what people used to do yeah. back before we had like the sciences and a bunch of other shit. Like it was, it was the way that people made sense of things that they couldn't make sense of. And one of the ways that people organize shit. So like, yeah, it's dope. And and then we get into the fucking dark ages and people are like, well, uh, these people don't know how to read. So we're just going to tell them what the Bible says. And all the shit that we're saying is in no way in the Bible. Right. So thanks. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> like it, it, I'm pretty sure it, when, when people say like corruption, is like a human thing or like a like a, a human tendency. Uh, I think specifically it comes from like an an overabundance of power. Yep. Yep. Because I think what's the phrase like absolute power corrupts absolutely? Isn't yep. that the? Yep. <laughs> that is yeah, the, the yes. Phrase. That is a that is a very bad phrase, and we should stop using it. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I, I don't say, like because, that. I say because it's not that power corrupts. <laughs> power reveals. That's what I was gonna say. Um, That's fair. Alex, yeah, say, me and Alex in the same wavelength. So I say so, like you know, say um, like power. I say uh, power shows you exactly what type of person you would be if you had power. And so, absolute power just shows like the type of person you would be if you had absolute power. Power doesn't corrupt; it just shows us who we are. See, that'll be a separate discussion because I'm with Josh, but we I don't want to sidetrack from the whole <laughs> That's of the fair. episode. <laughs> That's fair. Now, uh we we can we can go ahead and move on. Cause uh, to be honest, I, I had I had a couple questions about New Year's resolutions yeah. and had some things to say uh about that because this is the New Year's show. So uh was there anything else you wanted to go ahead and throw out about the the crypto situation or get out of crypto, homie. <laughs> Please. It's not reliable. Yes, yes get out of it. Get out Take of your money and run. Now, I, I think in the future, there is, I, I think there is a, a version of the future where crypto becomes, or at least like uh, virtual forms of currency become useful. Right. But I don't think they're going to happen within our lifetime. Jeez. I don't we'll think. see. That'd be really depressing. Yeah. Now, <laughs> something that's a bit less depressing. Um, I wanted to go ahead and dig into at least my interpretation of why New Year's resolutions tend to fall off. Yeah. Because I think that there's like benefit in naming what makes those go awry and what we can do to stop them. Some of them have already been discussed already to some small degree. And so we'll go ahead and dig into that with a bit more meat and a little, a little bit of time we have left. So uh, there's basically two things I want to say um, about why I think resolutions fail. And you guys can kind of jump in as uh, they become, as, as the, the thoughts kind of come to you. I feel as though most people make resolutions that involve either the removal of bad habits or the creation of new good ones. What this fails in doing is taking into account the fact that habits are created over long periods of time and that many bad habits don't go away without new habits to replace them. Another often problem that I see is that people set goals that are very vague with no plan or method to guide the path to success. And you see this especially for goals regarding fitness and health. And so what I wanted to do was talk about some of the ways uh, that 
I have made resolutions and kept to them in the past and maybe get some some thoughts from you guys and what have you. And so my first couple questions are, one, have you ever had a habit that you tried to lose or change and did? What made you successful? Two, uh, where's my question? Here it is. Um, What is an example of a specific concrete goal that you've set for yourself that helped you to achieve it? And then three, do you have a gym membership? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, um, yeah, I mean, the most successful goal I've ever set was, um, I mean, I've pre-pandemic when things got a little weird, for everything once the pandemic came I had lost like 75 pounds um, and so I had set a goal for myself to, to to lose to lose weight for the New Year's and the reason I think it was successful was because I, I paired it this was the same time I paired it with when I stopped eating meat hmm. which forced me to be much more conscious in what I was eating not eating meat forced like I had no choice in order to stop eating meat. I really had to pay attention to what I was eating, paying closer attention to what I was eating drove the weight loss. And it forced me, as you said, to develop new, I had to develop new eating habits because I literally couldn't eat something I had been eating my whole life. Right. So I had no choice, but to like do a whole bunch of new things. And so I replaced you know, I just ended up re- replacing meals and replacing how I was eating and the whole thing sort of worked together. But um, it's a lot of what you were saying. Right. Like I, I just had to develop a, a whole new approach to food itself, which is what really if you're if you're trying to lose weight. I know that's a common goal for people is to lose weight and losing weight really means you just have to develop a whole new approach to food itself. Really? Like, <laughs> like that. And I've, I've gained and lost a lot of weight throughout yeah. the last like five years because yeah. I, right before the pandemic happened, I was losing weight for about two years because of our wedding. Shortly afterward, we kept up a lot of that throughout the pandemic and then things got real stressful and then we just kind of stopped and then gained a lot of it back. Yeah. Uh, and one of the things that I learned was that most of the weight that you're going to lose has nothing to do with your exercise. Most of it is in the kitchen. Yep. Like 70% of it is straight up in the kitchen. Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, because America I, is actively trying to kill you with the food that correct. it feeds you. Correct. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I tell people like when I was at my heaviest, I was too heavy to reliably exercise because any amount of exercise left me exhausted. Like I didn't lose weight because I exercised. I lost weight because I just started eating better. Yeah. Once I lost enough weight, I was able to like meaningfully work out again. But the first like 50 pounds was like I just had to eat better. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was so I was so big that like if I exercised for five minutes, like walking up a flight of stairs would exhaust me. Like there's not there's just not a lot you can do when you're like so out of shape that you can't walk upstairs. There's just not a lot of extra meaningful exercise you can do at that point. Yeah. You gotta lose the weight first. Like my knees were hurt. Like you can't walk when your knees hurt. Yeah, your 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 body's not designed <laughs> not not all the bodies are designed to be holding excess weight like that. Yeah. So just yeah. doing simple things yeah. would right. be stressful. So it was one hundred percent it was just like nutrition for the for the vast majority of it. And yeah. So yeah, you go. Some <laughs> Do you have any responses to my questions, Alex? Don't um, even repeat the questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 
I, so like I said, I don't set, um, goal, like, like people, like people will say, like, if you want to make, like, if you want to make like a very specific change, like, like, you know, like you, you set a goal and then like you set, like, and you set progress and you like, so you can, like, so you can monitor the progress and things like that. And it's like, but I, I think that like, especially for like, because everything that like what Nick was say, saying and like what you were saying just being like, well, I have this idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna set this specific goal thing, and I'm gonna just like I haven't thought it all the way through, and I haven't thought about how I'm gonna set up do these checkups with myself, and I haven't thought about how I'm gonna develop these systems. I'm just gonna like make a big change, and like I like there's a so there's like this really big enthusiasm in the beginning, and then it like and then like something goes wrong. It doesn't like say uh. Say I start working out and I hurt myself and I was like, well, I have to take a break and like I, I can't I can't work out the way that I wanted to now. So um, and so so then like I fall off and then once I've fallen off, I ne- like and I have to take this recovery period and then I just never get back into it because like I've lost all the enthusiasm that I had because uh, like what if I get hurt again or um, uh, like it was really hard, like, it was really hard to do it, like, I, I'm not excited about it now, because it's, like, not the New Year's, it's not this thing that I wanted to do, and I, and I kind of had this setback, and so it's just easier to just, like, default back to, like, our default behaviors, and that's because we're not thinking, we're not posing, let's say, not that, like, these things can't work, but they do require all this extra steps, like, these extra steps, like, if you want to have, like, a very specific goal, and you want to work for that specific goal, you also need to, sit, like, start setting up systems of, like, what happens if I like? What happens if I fail? How do I measure success? What does success look like? Um, like and the, like, and a lot of us don't think about all of those things when we put out like New Year's resolutions. And so I presume, and I, I propose. Um, thank you, CPG Gray. Uh, this is not my system, um, <clears throat> but a theme, a broad theme that you want to do, that you want to accomplish over the year. Uh, so like I said, my theme is organization. And currently that means like I have a planner and I have, let's say, uh, we always, like my wife and I have a calendar. It's largely how we communicate like our plans with each other. Um, so do we. Uh, and so, they're, um, they're super say, useful. Let's say, and so like, I am like, I am updating the calendar. I also am like, I'm updating my calendar on my, on my inner, like on my email so that like other people can see my, like see my availability and I can like make scheduling things easier. Um, and so I say, I am, you know, th- these are steps that I am taking right now. Um, but as I, and I, and I hope to maintain the, I've actually set up my, like for the rest of the semester. So like, that's done. I I'm, I'm like, as far as like, as like, as long as I continue to update meetings, like it's done. So as I say, so like that, that part, like that, if that does, if that's nothing else, like something I can point to that I did this year, um, that I, and I set up a system to help me do that. And I can just use that from now, like from now on. And if that's and if that's the only thing that I accomplish from this organization uh, theme for this year, that's great. That's progress that I made towards being more organized. QED say we can just say, but I say, but over the course of the year, if my if like these things change, and it's like, oh, I act, let's say I act, I also want to do this. Um, we're moving into our house soon, TM. Uh, <laughs> um. And so, like, we're gonna say we're gonna like organize like the house and keep like and, and like keep my specifically like keep my desk and like my space more organized. So let's say so that, but that wasn't part of the initial plan. But that's something that will happen 
uh, say as like as life happens, but like it will still stick on the theme. And so it can change over time and it doesn't have these definite hard set uh, like, oh, I failed this goal. I wanted to lose 40 pounds by like by next year and I only lost 30. I worked so hard and I only lost 30 pounds. I failed. And it's like, no, no, well, we didn't set like we didn't set that goal. And instead, we can look back at this year and go look at all the things that I did and like in order to improve upon this thing that I wanted to change. And I feel like this is just like a way healthier way of doing it. And so I encourage everybody that uh we'll talk you know, say by the time this episode airs, you may have lot, you know, you may have uh, fallen off your bandwagon for your own thing. And it's like so instead of setting these hard, definite things that we can either pass or fail, set a set a theme that you want to work on. And just work on it as it comes. All right. I like that. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts, Nick? Well, I'm totally going to need you to repeat the questions. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember I the last question. I, I do have a gym membership. Boom. All right. What are the other okay. two? Uh, so the the first question, I'm, I'm kind of rephrasing them a little way. Uh, the first question was, uh, what is an example of a habit that you wanted to change and have? What made you successful in doing so? And then the second one was, uh, where is it on here? There we go. Um, oh, well, never mind. That's dumb. Yeah, just that, that, <laughs> that one. That one. Yeah. So let's just do, let's just do that one. So it was, okay. uh, what is an example of a habit you wanted to change? If you were successful, how? Okay. Um, I don't. So, okay. So two, two things. Um, the way my ADHD works is I'm really bad at recalling events. So while I've probably done it for the life of me, I have no clue. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, um, also the way ADHD works is that habits are super weird. Um, when it comes to ADHD, it's very good for people with ADHD to be, to be on a schedule, to have consistent habits, but there's inevitability of falling off and not for any reason. The dopamine is just not there anymore. So you just move on. Um, and that's, that's like a whole thing. Um, and so for my brain and to kind of piggyback off of what Alex was saying is that as much as I like see, see CPG gray, that's, I forget how yeah, to say yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. As much as I like CBD gray, a theme will not work for me. It just won't. It's just not how my brain's set up. Instead, what works for me is 12 resolutions, one you do each month. And that can fit under the theme of organization or whatever. But I can't have those steps planned ahead of time either. So if I, for instance, January, want to Pavlov myself into going to the gym, right, then that's what I'm going to do for January. It's what I'm doing for January. It wasn't a resolution. I started it the 28th of December, but I'm doing it. And it's just, I've been working out since I was 16 off and on. I'm 27 now, so 11 years. And so sometimes you're doing it, sometimes you're not. With, God, with my brain, 27? I have to find ways. Yeah, Jeez. I'm 27. I'll be 28 Jeez. in a few months. Oh my I'll be 28 goodness. in a few months. And a baby on the way. Months. Congratulations. And that'll age me dramatically. That'll age me dramatically. (laughs) So so don't worry. 
I'll be 38 um, next month. Oh my god! <laughs> what right, is happening? Right. Sorry, I, I just had we already knew I was the crisis. <laughs> well, okay, but hear me out. I've been doing that for 11 years, and the thing of it is, it's just I can't. Consistency is not a thing I can have. It's just not a thing that's attainable for me. So when resolutions come around, come around, and they're these big year-long things. That's never going to be something I can do. And that's never going to be something I'm ever going to try to do. So to sum up monthly things or having this, like, you're going to fall off, but I'll get back on later. And then tomorrow actually coming is what's important. That's having steps to do the tomorrow is a lot more helpful for me as far as like the actual question. And as far as habits are concerned, um, just allowing myself to make mistakes is the only way I've been able to keep a habit. I mean, that that's important to note, though, like what what you do to make sure it continues to work, because like that's I, I think throughout this conversation, I, I can amend one of my statements that I made early on. I don't think resolutions are dumb. I think the way people go about completing resolutions is dumb. And so. Yeah, like I, I'm glad that you found a way that works for you because not everybody's going to do it the same way. Not everybody feels the same way about it. Not everybody has the same goal. But uh, I wanted to go ahead and kind of kind of end cap this with a couple of things that either we've talked about here or uh, things that I've learned in my time in life and some of them that I looked up online uh, that we can use to help ourselves reach our own goals this year. Um First things first, I think everyone should avoid fad trends unless you plan to make those changes for the rest of your life. I'm looking at you, Keto. Um, I think the, the second thing you should do is manage your expectations wisely. You should not expect to be done with whatever you're doing in weeks if it's a thing that took years to make happen. As an example, if it took you you know, three years to put on 50 pounds, it might take you three years to lose them. Like, that's just the way that that works. Time is a mm -hmm. factor in all the things that you do, and you need to manage that expectation accordingly. Third, since can a lot I, of people... Quick, uh, what? Quick, can I add in a thing about weight loss? Absolutely. Um, well, so weight loss is literally my just next real thing. Quick. <laughs> yeah, uh, just like, real quick. Just real quick. I want to just point out just that as far as weight loss goes or building muscle or anything you want to do as far as like exercise and health, um, it's people, people, it's in social media makes it seem easy and quick. It is not, it is never going to be. It takes years. It takes absolute years. And that's the truth and the problem of it that people want the results now. And it doesn't happen like that. And if there's a takeaway you can get from anything I've said today and you want to lose weight, it's that, it's going to take you time, just like Josh said. It, it might take up to three years if that's how long it took you to put the weight on. There's not a shortcut. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, that, that's a that's a, a kind of key into my next point, which is something that me and Anthony kind of touched on earlier. Is that a big one of the biggest factors to weight loss and especially like dietary health 
is in the kitchen. Like, no matter how much you're running on that treadmill, it doesn't matter if you're stuffing yourself with double cheeseburgers right after. Like, it the, <laughs> the, the way that it works is that you have to put things in your body that your body knows how to deal with. And we have a lot of shit in our food, especially here in America, that makes no fucking sense. Why do we have so many breads with high fructose corn syrup? Doesn't make goddamn sense. Look it up. But... Uh, the last thing I'll say uh, about this is please, 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 please do not get a gym membership if you don't go to the gym. If you don't plan yeah. to go to the gym more than, I don't know, two or three times a week for the rest of the year, do not get a gym membership. Just walk around your neighborhood. Just get a treadmill. Do do any of the things you would do at the gym at home. It'll be a lot more cost effective for you. Going to the gym isn't going to do anything but make you feel like you're not doing it right. Yep. I I want to I want to piggyback off that real fast. If you're not already exercising, don't get a gym membership. Yes. If you're not someone who likes to walk around their neighborhood, if you're not someone who wants to do push-ups just to do them, which I don't think most people are, but you get the you get the point I'm saying. If you're not already trying to work out and you get that gym membership, it will not motivate you to do it. No. You'll it just will, be burning money. It will money. only tear you down. Yeah. I know this from You'll personal experience. Do not repeat my mistakes. You'll be burning 35 bucks a month. And then there are fucking fees. Yep. You can spend that instead on Netflix. Now, uh... Yeah. <laughs> Aside from all that, this podcast has been brought to you in part by Yag Productions, a studio for podcasters and musicians, and of course, Pointcast News. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> this podcast has been brought to you in part by Yag Productions, a studio for podcasters and musicians, and of course, Pointcast News. To listen to any of our other podcasts, please go visit our website at pointcast.news, or you can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Also, be sure to like and follow us on Facebook for more podcasts, articles, and polls like the one we covered today. Thank you all for joining me. Thank you all at home for listening. We'll see you next time. Josh, out.